It's snacking and get cracking with a snack that packs a protein punch. Pistachios are known for their protein power, fiber, and better for you unsaturated fats for a combination that may help you keep feeling fuller longer. Wonderful Pistachios is a good source of protein with zero gill. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. I love that they come in a variety of sizes and flavors, making this the perfect protein snack for any on-the-go adventure. Check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is the Flow Track Podcast. I'm Kevin, joined by nobody right now. Just an empty chair. Waiting for Gordon to wrap up his very important meeting. You can see all of his stuff is here. His phone, wallet, sunglasses, headphones, earpiece. So any moment now, Gordon will come through that door. Probably won't know that we're live. I guess Would that be funny, Colt, if I told him we're not live? Or he, he'd probably get mad at that, right? Mm. He might get himself in trouble is what might happen. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So we'll let him know that we're live, but I wanted to get the show started. Don't have a ton to talk about. It's our typical Wednesday show. So if you've got things that you want to discuss and you're watching live on YouTube, throw them in the chat right now. We'll do our best to get to them if they're good topics. If they're not, we'll wait till Friday. But in these Wednesday episodes... We, we do some previews because some meets announce their start lists, but a lot of them uh, we're just guessing as to who's going to run. So that's more for the Friday, the Friday pods. But there was some um, exciting announcements, some interesting announcements that I wanted to touch on and also some, some results um, as well. Again, if you're watching live, uh, thank you. If you're not, subscribe to the Flowtrack Podcast YouTube page. You can watch this thing live, usually 12.30 p.m., Central Time to 1.30 p.m. Central Time, uh, except for today. Started a little late, and then now we're even later. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. How about that, Colt? Let's do it. Okay. Are we live, Colt? Are we all good? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. My screen was showing just this. My, my screen was showing the same countdown clock, but I had to refresh it. Okay, perfect timing. Joining me now. Fresh off his meeting, it's Gordon. Are we live? We are live, Gordon. Uh, do you want to do a breakdown of the meeting first, or do you want to talk track? Hold on. Can't hear Colt. You don't... You don't are we actually it. live? Yeah. Look, I, I did the thing. I pressed, did the thing. I figured it out. Press all the right buttons. Good. Look. I hit end stream, right? At the end. Not now. I hit start stream. We're all good. Are the people here? How uh, long have you been going live for? Oh, I gave you three minutes, okay. four minutes, and then I thought, hey, we're already 30 minutes late. What have you talked about? Let's roll. Nothing. Just gave him a little behind-the-scenes tour of all your stuff. Talked about how it was a Wednesday show, so we'd be previewing some stuff, but other races, we don't even know who's in the field. Uh, yeah, and then reminded people that uh, how they can watch the show. If they're listening, if they can watch it, oh, too, because yeah, yeah, yeah. some people listen. Yeah. Meeting was very good, very corporate. <laughs> okay. Big things happening. Oh, big okay. things. Good. Oh. But I can't tell you. There's okay. going to be more meetings to follow up. There was a lot of circle, we'll circle back. Circling. There was a lot of. Well, as a track fan, you should be very comfortable with that. Yeah. I mean, you're ovaling back. Oval, yeah, we're, def- oval, I'd say, guys, use the correct terminology. Yeah. We're ovaling back. It's just, you know, jog the straightaways and sprint the curves, sprint right? The curves, yeah. Um, let's start off first. Uh, let's go down under, shall we? Let's do it. 16 year old Cameron Myers runs 340. In the 1500, he breaks 
the Australian uh, U18 record, which was held by Ryan Gregson, a very good runner in his own right, who ran 343. But what you really want to know, if you're a teenager who's running the mile or the 1500, and you break a national record, that's awesome. That's a great accomplishment. But if you are on the men's side, what you really want to know is how does this relate to Jakob Ingebrigtsen? Yes. That is the calculator that is necessary to know just how good a performance is. It should be time slower than or time faster than Jakob. And in most cases, it's going to be time slower than. But in Cameron Myers' case, not by much. Jakob ran 339 at around the same age as, as Myers. So he's right there. He's right there. He's not far off the, the Jakob comparison. Well, we're going to go away from the 339, and we're going to convert this to a mile. So if you convert this to a mile, it's 358.03. Jakob's mile PB at age 16, 356. Two, nine. Mm-hmm. two seconds. Yeah, but I mean, the 15 was closer. The okay, 15 sure. was 39 to 40. So, again, but, you're going to get a bunch of national records. You're going to get a lot of U18 records when every country has their one superstar athlete. But you, you want to compare them to the gold standard, right? The guy who was on everybody's radar from an early age. You'd do the same thing probably in the pole vault with Mondo. Hey, what's the 15-year-old record? What's the 16-year-old record? And just keep going up from there. So a name to watch. When does he turn 17? I think he's... Oh, he June. Got a... Yeah. So he's got time. Yeah. He's got like a whole spring season and most and half of summer to lower that time. He probably will break. Jakob's marks. His 16-year-old marks? Yeah. But Jakob might have run. Did Go go back to Jakob. So Jakob's PB at age 16 in the mile was 356. Age 16 in the 1500 was 339. Okay. So 17 is when he ran 331. Mm-hmm. Because at that age, if you're 16 and 352 miles, it's way different than if you're 16 and zero days. There's just a big difference. Yeah. Get older, not as much, but a couple hundred days makes a big difference. What do you think the uh, world record is for five-year-olds in the mile? Does someone keep this? Yeah. American. Okay. His name is Daniel Skandera. All right. What year was it set? It was set in 2013, July. Uh, Five years old. Fastest five-year-old mile. 7.59. Faster. Really? Yeah. A five-year-old? Five-year-old. Faster. Man, I got to get. I gotta get my yeah, kids going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, six forty faster. Really, six thirty-three. That's moving. Six-year-old is five forty-four. That's crazy to think about. A six-year-old running okay. sub-six. A <laughs> ten-year-old is four forty-six. Yeah, I get the ten-year-old. That's the first one under five. Because nine-year-old is five oh two. It's all the same guy. He just kept on doing it until he turned 12, and he's like, I'm done with track. <laughs> what did he run at 12? Well, I don't know what he ran at 12, but he doesn't have the record at 12. Mm, gotcha. Stop getting the record. Yeah, the younger ones, just the ability to focus for that long, it's impressive. And to not like, – you can't do strategy with a five-year-old in any sport, and I feel like you need some strategy going into the mile to not go out too fast. That was faster than I thought. All right. One announcement coming up in – Two weeks, New Balance Indoor Grand Prix in Boston, the new facility out there. I want to talk about the 60-meter dash that they have built with Sydney McLaughlin-Lavroni, Sharika Jackson, uh, Micaiah Briscoe is in there as well, and so is Aaliyah Hobbs. This will be Sydney's first ever 60, 
indoors. She ran 100 when she was at Kentucky. That's what's listed as her PB, 11.0, but it was wind-dated. But this race, Gordon, if it was just these women, it's like Sydney would have a very, very tough task just getting, um, just getting close to them. Because Briscoe's sub-7. Jackson's a 7.0. 707, I believe. 704. 704. Mark. Yeah, Aaliyah Hobbs, super fast as well, too. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. You're going going into an event that's way far away from your featured event, and you're going against some of the best people in the world. Now, should mention, there's heats and finals for this. So I don't know how much we'll see her run, but she's stepping right into it. This is not – how many times will you be able to say in, in her career, She's going to go into a race where the expectation is that she's not even in the first three or four, or maybe not even making the final, because I think that's the actual expectation here. Okay. And I'm excited for this over-under. I'm not going to do it right now, but I'm very excited to try to figure out what a line would be here. Here are the women's track events that are going down at the New Bounce Grand Prix. You have the women's 60. You have a women's 300. You have a women's mile 3K. Women's 60 hurdles, women's 800, and a women's 500. So obviously she's not running the mile of the 3K. Would you have rather seen her in a women's 300, 500, or 60 hurdles? Or like, so 60 hurdles, 60, 300, 500. Yeah. Is this the best event that you'd want to yeah, see her in? Yeah, 100%. Really? Be- yeah, because before we'd always talk. Oh, because it's a, a sponsored meet. You see, not just with her, but with everybody. They come and they run one race, and the competition's not that great. I think maybe the 500 is there. She doesn't make the final in the 60. She runs a 500 as well, so she's there for two events. But this, other than a 400, and a 400's not on the list there. I guess they could have added a 400 if they want to, because you can, you can do that yeah. if you run the meet. This is awesome. You want to see her against the best people That's in true. another event. If it was a 60 against a lot of people we had never heard of, but it's a 60 against Shrika Jackson, Micaiah Briscoe, they've Leah done Hobbs. that. They've done meets for this new bounce where they put Sydney against like women who are like five seconds slower than her. In the 500. And too. we're just like, yeah. we're, we're not even watching a race. No, we're, I like this. I like so, this. So, yeah, I do like that. You know, Shrika Jackson's in it. That's like, that's a real deal person. That's not even like a up and coming, like, yeah. Fifth tier Jamaican. We're talking about the best of the best. She could get, because it's so far from her optimal distance, she could get competition from a lot of people. And instead, she's going to the absolute best. And it's right? perfect. She's not going to, I mean, we'll talk about it, but. She's a huge underdog. Yeah. Just look at the numbers. She's a huge underdog. I mean, if she, goes, if she could run with Jackson and Briscoe. I kind of want to know your what your over-unders are. I have be. it in my head. I'm not going to reveal it because I don't You, you know you're going you're gonna to bait me. Exactly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give that away. You're gonna I need a competitive me. advantage. I know exactly I have, what you're gonna do. I have a number in my head, but if she's anywhere close to them, it is a huge victory because you're running against 60 meter specialists. Yeah. Right. I mean, this would be this would be akin to, I mean, not a perfect example, but if Michael Norman ran a 60 and is like right next to Ronnie no Baker. Yeah. Well, no, he's someone even better, like yeah. in the 60, like a Bromel, like a Coleman, like a Marcel Jacobs, right? Well, Shika Jackson's not Coleman level in 60. I mean, but Briscoe's sub seven. There's not many That's people who've gone yeah, sub Briscoe, seven. Yeah. I mean, I know that it, it's a difference between a hundred and a sixty, and we've seen sixty meter specialists. But in a way, though, you could argue that Jackson is perfect for McLaughlin because Jackson's a four hundred meter runner. Former, yeah, former. Well, 
I guess Kerr, one, still currently. Once a 400 meter runner, always a 400 meter runner. You're yes. a 400 meter runner. I'm a 400 meter runner. You still are. You're just drinking water. Drinking water. <laughs> Staying in shape. I love it. I was talking to someone uh, the other day and the track came up and it's like, oh, what event did you run? And I was like, I ran the 400. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, how fast? And, they, and you tell them, it's like, well, I'm not that fast anymore. Yeah. 15 years ago. They thought, yeah, over a decade ago. I, Before I started watching track. Long story short, I like this. Oftentimes, we and other people are critical when you get matchups in indoor that are just for show. This is this is basically the best you could expect. Again, it'd be cool to see a, a 400, but who can run with her in a 400 right now? Not that a many thing people. Mo. Right. So her versus a thing Mo. Like you, how how great would it be if the final race was just two woman race, a thing Mo versus Sydney? Yeah. In a 400. But I'm saying we would all freak out. And not no, not only do they do it two person race. They run in the opposite directions. Okay. So they you had a, you they, had a they run idea so then they, they, they have to cross each other every hundred meters and it's like, well they you know, who's gonna get the inside, who's gonna take the outside? Or they can just run the race. No. Is the other option. Okay, it's like you know when you do the running the bases challenge when yeah. two, two athletes run the opposite direction, then you cross at the second base and you try to get to the home. All right. That'll be a fun way to watch a track meet. Would you Carl's watch it? You would, you would watch one person running the opposite direction as the other? Yeah, but not in, in these two. I would want to watch them line up next to each other and win. A, but my point is... I just can't be choosers. Bro. Mo, uh, Miller-Webo, Bull, Paulino. Let's get them all. No, but I'm saying there's a small list of people who could match up with her in the quarter. Otherwise, it would just be a blowout. And everyone would be like, okay, that was kind of boring. She just destroyed everybody and cruised the last 100 meters. This... She's going against the best people in another event. Again, the expectation isn't that she's going to come, like, be right next to them, but get a get a real PR. I think I'm just, I'm more just interested, in, like, what what's her time going to be? Because we don't have like even a real hundred time from her, and we don't have any sixty times at all from her. We'll have to find out a recent hundred time from her. All right, Carlsruhe World Indoor Tour takes place on Friday. Are we live. Okay, yeah, we're- yeah. <laughs> I didn't know because I'm always in charge of pushing the button. <clears throat> I pushed. I pushed the button. Yeah, I just want to double check your work. This one feels behind, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're live. We're good. Do you want to do the show? No, Go you're ahead. doing the show. You're leading. Mm-hmm. You're doing a great job. Did you tell the audience that you're not feeling well? No, because it's like giving an injury report midweek for the football team. You don't want it like that mentality okay. creeping in well but now he's you not it. feeling well yeah well we're rolling i'm good i had that's why i'm drinking soda i yeah. don't I'm a soda drinker but if you notice if you've been watching all week i've been drinking soda it's just because that, that makes no sense you should not be drinking soda when you're sick you should be drinking you, what i'm drinking water no, it makes you feel better like your throat and stuff soda doesn't make you feel better you know ne- your mom never gave you soda when you're little like it's not when i was sick it? no S- sipped it no you had that's a, a thing yeah i Colt, got water when i was sick colt back me up here and gatorade yeah right ginger ale yeah, definitely it helps. Carbonation helps. But okay. Anyway, all right. All right. What's next? Carlsruhe World Indoor Tour live on Flow Track Friday. I Be would, there. I would like to draw your attention to the women's sixty. Throw that one up there, Colt, if you could, because it is a stacked field. You have Dina Asher Smith. You have Munjinka Kambunji. You have Malika Mihambo, the champion in the long jump. Uh, Asha Phillip, Darren Nada. Uh, you also have Ava Soboda, who ran under seven seconds last year. Also Look. have. She won. She could probably win it. Yeah. Yeah. 
she was one of the favorites last year to win uh, a title. And Marie Jose Talou. This is a very good field. Yeah. You could end up with a a final here that would look like like a world championship final for the for the indoor sixty minus Americans and Jamaicans. Well, because you have yeah, but oftentimes they don't show up to world indoor True. championships. But having Soboda and having Kambunji and the strong British and contingent Tulu. there as well. Yeah, Tolu, she's always been really solid in the short stuff. So this is a this is a top flight race. Yeah, so let's let's do it right now. This is we're not gonna do over under, but I'm assuming you got Asher Smith, Kambunji. We'll say Soboda and Tolu. Mm-hmm. I say those are the four. I don't think uh Miyambo's gonna no, she's run seven twenty two. So okay. So you got the maybe I guess Asha Phillip. Yeah. She did run seven oh six. But give me your top four in order. And if you get it right. Mm. Bonus points? Bonus points. Exactly. You got it. It's like you're you're gambling on a horse race. <laughs> I'm gonna get the the four in a row correct. Exactly. Uh, I'm gonna go Swoboda early season. I think she does what she did last so she, year. So she wins. Then who's second? I think I'll go Kambunji two. Okay. Then Asher Smith. And then I'll have Tolu four. Okay. I'm gonna go with I think Asher Smith's run already though, too. Yeah, it's true. I think Tolu wins. I think Swamboda gets second. I think Asher Smith gets third. And then I think Kambunji gets fourth. I'm looking at Actually oh, wow. I changed my mind. Kambunji's gonna win. All right. Swoboda's gonna get second. Tolu third. Asher Smith fourth. Kambunji not far from the world record either. Exactly. Kambunji gets the win. All right. I sub got Sub I got Subota. Wow. Out the gate? No, not sub seven. Did you right? That's that was a bad prediction. I take that back. I thought it was not like, out the I gate. thought it was the end of February. Very it's, much this is season openers. Very much We're, not out the yeah, gate. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't she hasn't run yet. So season openers. She's not running sub seven. Well it's not for Asher Smith. That's why I think watch out for her. If I had good odds on her, I'd take it. All right. Other events and names to watch. Got Lem Lem Hailu's running in the 800. That could be good too. Je- women's eight with Jemariki and Hailu of Ethiopia in that race. Men's high hurdles could be good as well. I don't know. Anything else stick out to you? Um, men's 400. Oh, you know who's going to be in it? He's back. The man with the dragon tattoo who will run every single indoor season until we're dead. Pavel Maslak. Pavel Maslak. Yeah, Czech Republic. Uh, I cut. I really want. I know it's not going to happen because his outdoor PB is forty four seventy nine. I want his indoor PB to be faster <laughs> than his outdoor PB. If which makes no sense in a four hundred because every four hundred PB is yeah, faster outdoors. Yeah, yeah. But, but for him, for one person, that would be fitting. He needs to have a faster indoor would... PB. So he's run forty four seventy nine outdoors. So if we can get him the forty four seventy nine, our lives are complete. Our yeah. jobs are finished. It is. That's what we need. So I'm excited for to see what he does. Uh, there's a couple other good guys in there. The Bonavicia, mm-hmm. Netherlands guy. He's run 44 seconds outdoors. And then got former Florida Gator, mm-hmm. Benjamin Lobo Vidal. Oh, that's right. He's out there. Florida has is going to have a very good 4x4 this year. What I know we new? say that every what year. What else is new? Tell me, they, got, tell me when they don't have a good 4x4. I think they got like... It's going to be crazy. They're going to have a really good 4x4 despite losing like two of their best 400 runners last year. Mm-hmm. They're, no, they lost their best 400. They lost Champ Allison. 
But they're bringing in like two or three transfers yeah. that all can run 44. They're going to have like three guys split 43 seconds, and they're going to break the collegiate record in the 4 by 4 Will not surprise me. That is a thing I will not be surprised about. All right, one more meet I want to talk about. Dr. Sander, we're going to wait for Friday. Oh, wait, Just... hold on, hold on. <clears throat> I'm not sure if we talked about this. Talk about it last week or not. You and I were with Eric Sawinski mm-hmm. after USA's. Yeah. Well, we saw him in the interview area. Yeah. Interview area. Yeah. And we're like, hey. And he had like, that's all, that's all she wrote, folks. Yeah. Like, I'm retiring. The guy is going to be in freaking Germany He's pacing back. the I 1500. It. I love it. He's never going to retire. And that- Eric Sawinski, as long as he has two legs, is always going to find a way to be at every single World Athletics track meet. Running four by one legs, uh, <laughs> awesome. pacing fifteen hundreds, yes. running six hundreds and one k's. He's gonna be doing the eight hundred. He's gonna be making the semifinals in the outdoor eight hundred again. And everyone's gonna be like, "Sawinski, when is it gonna end?" And he's just like, "Nope, I'm I'm running till the legs fall off." If I recall, he's that, what thirty. He's thirty. Well, thirty three. I recall that conversation correctly. He. Told us, hey, this is. I think it was this almost, is it. almost off camera too, yeah. right? Hey, and he was very nice. Was just, I think he even thanked us. Yeah, right? hey, like, thanks for covering. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's been good seeing you guys. But then the more we chatted, by the end of the conversation, it you realized I came away from that thinking, well, that wasn't a hard. I'm retiring. Yeah. <laughs> that was. A, I think this is probably it. You know, pacing makes money. There's very few people in the world who can do what Eric Sawinski does he has a very valuable skill yes right and that skill is in high supply no high high demand demand. it's high demand low supply low supply he's like literally economics 101 of track right more so than if he was just a regular 800 meter guy who was running 145s there's lots of those out there who you don't want to be one of those well they're not willing to pace yeah I mean 145 indoors is pretty fast but you get my point yeah a guy who's that fast who has the ability to pace and is willing to pace because somebody fresh out across of college, the country, across the world, yeah, the world. Yeah, he's willing to get on a plane. Yeah, to get a DNF. How many planes will you get on? Yeah, to get a DNF. Yeah, but I'm saying he's willing to do that. A 22 year old or 25 year old in the middle of their career, at the beginning of their career, isn't going to be too keen on rabbiting. So his skill is very important, and he does it really well. So I don't blame him for keeping this up as long as he can. I mean, the, even when he was competing and not rabbiting, he would go to every meet as yeah. is. So now he doesn't need to run the whole race. He's going to go to even more meets somehow. Yeah. Like he's going to be doubling. He's running 600 of the 800 meters. And this, he's, he's rabbiting a pretty good 1500. There's yeah. uh, Adele McCall. How do you say his last name? McCall. McCall. Um, he's run 330 outdoors. And then Lemmy of Ethiopia has run 331 outdoors. Mm-hmm. So, you know, could be pretty quick. A lot of good Spaniards there. Jesus Gomez also in there. So I just love it. Eric mm-hmm. Swinsky, 2023. Let's go. Keep going. All we're right. Going, we're going. We're keeping, keeping it going. He's going to like make the Olympics in like 2024 well, as like was, a 35-year-old. So he was pretty good last year. And I think. We thought of, there was a chance. Because of how much no parity Donovan there was. And, yeah. yeah. And I think as, hey, did this make you want to continue your career looking around and not seeing that many fast times? Uh, some comments from the chat. Britton Wilson running the 800 this weekend, and Abby Steiner, Anna Hall, Brittany Brown, Natasha Robinson, Nicole Jurgen, Shamir Little all in the 400. Yeah, that should be good. Um, Nikita wants to know about uh, Kobe Hilton. We talked a little bit about Kobe Hilton last 
pod, right? So maybe a little bit. Yeah, he, 651 in Colorado. Yeah. He's a San Diego State or sorry, South Dakota State alum, right? Um now now competing post collegiately. Unfortunately, World Athletics doesn't recognize that mark No one's yeah. But we do. Yes. It's we, in, we, we, we need a board over here. Marks that we recognize that are not if we see it on Twitter and we deem it to be legal, it is legal. Yeah. He ran six sixty two last year. So he's in Colorado. I mean a tenth faster. Now he's for six fifty one major drop. He ran a ten fourteen hundred. So he's definitely lining himself up to yeah, this a sub ten guy. Well, this is one of those just pretty cool. The really good, you know, indoor runner, and then you want to see what they do outdoors. Reminds me of who's the other Colorado Springs runner? Mary Beth Sant Price. Yes, yeah. yeah. But also you go globally, you talk about Ava Sabota or you talk about Richard Kilty. You know, people who have done some stuff outdoors, but They've done really well indoors because they're just awesome from zero to yeah. 60. So we'll see. Um, here's one from someone who wants to know. Oh, a thing Sid and Sharika in the 400. Yeah, that'd be great. I would love that too. Um, Gordon, want to bet on collectors 5K at BU? I'll take under 1303. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, let's bring up the so BU invite live on Flowtrack. Friday is the men's races. Wednesday, uh, Saturday is the women's races, I believe. Uh, Cole, if you want to bring up the men's 5K list of in the BU invite, it's a good, it's a good field. It's a great field, and oh, yeah. they're and they're going, they're going to be running fast. Uh, apparently, it's going to be paced uh, sub 13:10 pace, with I think the top guys trying to break 13 minutes. Like that's what the yeah the person who sent the Start list over to me. So, yeah, we're, they're looking to, to run a hot pace. When you look at this field, you have Kincaid there. You have Klecker. What do you, how do you think it's going to play out? Well, I think everybody's going to follow the rabbit and go as fast as they can go. Swinsky's not going to be there, though. That'd be awesome if he flew back from Germany, took advantage of those time, that time change. So, yeah, Klecker's a favorite, right? Not Kincaid? Is it so early? We don't know. I, so Kincaid has a history, of, you know, running because of Bowerman, right, going to BU and knocking him out of the park. But pick him at that point. Here's a question: I'm not sure if this has been announced. Why is Woody Kincaid at this meet to run the five thousand? Whereas the rest of the Bowerman? Oh, you think he's going on solo? Yeah, okay. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah, typically they go why together. Would he, why would they he go here by himself? Together. Yeah, they go together typically. Wouldn't he go to UW Invite where the Oregon team is going to be? Mm -hmm. Yep. Do you not see what I'm seeing? I see it. I, I, why is that? Are you going full Brian Windhorst here? I just think he's not a Bowerman Are you anymore. Gonna, okay. I mean, his, his bib says Bowerman, but maybe he's not with, maybe still Nike, but you know, not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? It seems kind of out of left field that a random Bowerman athlete is going to be you by themselves. That does seem strange, given we know the history of the yeah. group. Do you think he's, all that aside, do you think he's the favorite? I mean, Hork can run a good five as well, too. But I just think, I think it's those top two. I mean, Windhorse <laughs> says it. Why is this? I don't know. We don't know. I wonder if people even still get that reference. 
I think Kincaid is probably left Bowerman, and he's going to make his wow. non-Bowerman debut, the BU invite, and he's probably training with one of these guys. Who do you think he's training with? He's not training with On Athletic, because he can't, because that's Nike. Mm-hmm. Nike and On. He's not training with Hoka, so he's not training with Wildshut. I know who he's training with. Who? Yeah. So Grijalva's at this meet. Why are you with Grijalva? Well, if there's only a way you could figure that out. Should I text him? I'll find out right now. Uh, He's probably training with Mike. You coaching Woody? Question mark? We'll see if he responds. He's not going to respond, but we'll see. Well, we'll I'm, let you know. And, oh, wait. This is old. Never mind. Um, so back to the 5K. I, I think Klecker seems like the more consistent runner, so I think it's safe to say that he would be the favorite. But Kincaid, I feel like, has a lot more, has a higher ceiling, but we yeah. don't know. He doesn't always jump to the ceiling. Sometimes yeah. he just gives us a, a second floor performance as opposed to a skyscraper mark that he does occasionally. What was that? Whereas, what? Klecker is always living on the fifth floor. <laughs> Woody. Is always living on the third floor, but has a way to get to the sixth floor. We we don't know. Wait, so, but you said a skyscraper. That's way more than six floors. Yeah, yeah. I'm sh- I'm trying to come up with these <laughs> analogies off the top of my head. Yikes! Uh, but I agree. I think Klecker is a favorite because of his consistency. I think Woody, if he's on, would challenge Klecker. The thing I'm excited though about is kind of the the little bit of like chaos people, and those chaos people would be Oliver Hoare, well, Jordy Beamish. According to Morgan Co- Beetlescum. According to Couscous two four zero one, Hor is pacing the race. Okay, take out Hor. I mean Beamish. I, wait, I think I Beamish know. and like a Beetlescum or like a not really Beetlescum. I, I think Beamish. I think Beamish is like the, the way, wait, wait a minute. Like maybe he will be in it and then just have that kick. The rest of the guys all just seem like solid thirteen oh five to thirteen seventeen type guys. Okay. Well, that 3K could be interesting, too, with Nagoose. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. And, 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 and Grijalva. Yeah. Nagoose, Grijalva, Jenkins. You have Drew Bosley in there. Yeah, dude, Drew Bosley. Mike Smith and Woody Kincaid are totally... Why don't you ask Luis? That'd be probably an easier way to get your answer. Right? But yeah, so this is... I think the 3K actually is more exciting. You got Grijalva, Nagoose, Jenkins is in there. Abdallah, the... The guy used to run for Texas, now at Tennessee, ran pretty well there the first year cross country. Drew Bosley, I think he's going to have a breakout year. Olin Hacker, Adam Fogg, he has a great kick. Mario Garcia Romo, mm-hmm. that's, oh, I see. that's something to be fun. And Hobbs Kessler, this is, this is the first big challenge for Kessler. If Kessler can finish top two in this <clears throat> race, he's making the team in the 50. Wow. Planting a flag right now. Yeah. In, if, in if, he's, if he's top two in this race, he's making the team. In a 3K. Yes, in January, thousand percent. If he, if he's top two in this race, he's beating probably Nagus, right? No, I think Nagus is gonna win. Okay, then he's beating probably <laughs> Grijalva. All right, fair. and Grijalva was fourth, fourth in, the in the world. world. Fourth in the, don't ever forget that Luis fourth in the world. Luis Grijalva. Yeah, that's to be his new middle name. Yeah, that should be his email. Luis fourth in the world. <laughs> Luis Grijalva at fourth in the world. Yeah, at AOL. Stay loyal. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for that 3K, especially with the whole 
And if if he again if Kessler if Hobbs got top two, that means he's beating Mario Garcia Romo, who was fifteen hundred meter finalist. Wasn't he fourth in the world or fifth in the world? Was he fifth? He's fourth or fifth in the world. So there's a lot of fourth did he slash change, fifth in did the he world. Change his profile too in this race. And if Hobbs Kessler beats them, that is to me a sign that. You know? okay, but I think you maybe extended that. Why don't you say if he's top, say four no. in this race? No, he's got to be top two. You no, know, because he's young. You gotta, you gotta give, got a tough parent. Gotta give him time. Yeah, it's top two or bust. Uh, Garcia Romo was fourth. Yeah, in well, Eugene. This, this is the fourth in the world and invitational, third, and then third in Munich at, at Euros. Fourth in the world. Hobbs Kessler's not European, and he won best celebration. Yes, for Penry Lakes. Yes, that was. So this is the fourth in the world invitational. If you get top, there's only two people. There's, right. there's only two people who can be fourth in the world when it comes to mid distance running: the 15 and the 5K. Who is fourth in the steeple? We're not going to get that guy here. This is the fourth in the world invitational. All right, all right. Led by Grijalva and Garcia Romo, Rowan Nagus. Who was he fourth in the world in the USA's? Was he fourth at USA's? He wouldn't. Be. No, I don't think so. No. Okay, maybe. Maybe he was. Oh, that will be awesome. Please be. Cool. <clears throat> then it would just be the fourth invitation. Yeah. After they got the end of the no, the USA is the result. Eleventh, close. Fourth slash eleventh in the world invitational slash USA. Fair. <laughs> Terrible naming. Just I need I need nine percent less from you. Drew Bosley was third in NCAs. Yeah. So it's people not- who. People who didn't win. It's the people who didn't win Invitational. Yeah, but somebody, somebody, oh, very in good. There. Somebody in there is one. Oh, very right. good. Well, who you got in that race? In the chat, uh, Nagus. In the chat, I got Grohl. Apparently, Horace said on his podcast, he's pacing thirteen. So. Podcasts are the arbiter of truth. Yes, you know. All right. Anything else? We're wrapped. Doctor Sander invite. We're going to talk about what is that Friday? There's not a lot that has been. Like, there's women's mile, women's 1K, men's mile, but they're missing a lot. So I want to wait until we have a better idea of who's running. Okay, so just we'll just get this on the record. Who do you have win the 5K? Why do we need to get on the record right now? Because the meet... Why don't we do it as a pick, as an over-under? Okay. I told you, Klecker, the goose. Who's winning the mile? Who's in the mile is the question. Uh, Show the mile. Who's winning the mile? Oh, McDowell. Duke. Duke. Who, by the way, last year they lost to North Carolina. You forgot about that. I don't know. That's less star power there. Mm. Rosa. Yeah. Maybe Grohalva's pacing the three K. That's probably why he's in the mile. Grohalva's pacing the three K. That's why he's in. Yeah. So that doesn't count. So then maybe he needs. Maybe Castro <laughs> needs to win. Yeah. What a great way to organize your thoughts, people. All right, we gotta. We gotta go. We're gonna record the. Uh, Subpod. We'll be back Friday. Super duper preview. Twelve thirty. We're Central. probably gonna have what would you say? Between all the meets this weekend, maybe eight over unders that we're gonna do. I need to make a comeback. Yeah, so you want a lot. You want I'm gonna, a number of them. Yeah. Can and we we'll, do a thing where you give your over under <laughs> first every time and I can just take the opposite? I can just fade sure, you sure. and then just like yeah, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a good way to lose even more ground, but that's a good Or idea. it's a good way for me to guarantee I gain ground. Yeah. Or lose more ground. You should probably cut your losses at this point. You should set the lines, what you should do, but I'm taking advantage of the fact that you don't want to do that and just using them. This was a great point. I appreciate uh, the audience, the live audience, uh, being patient. 
30 mm-hmm. minutes. And uh, Kevin, I appreciate you for uh, holding down the fort for yeah. the first seven minutes of the podcast. I feel like trash, let me just say. The medicine is wearing off. Because um, you're drinking soda, bro. No, it's... Colt, thank you for producing. Thanks, Colt. Thanks, chat. Yeah, we'll see you guys. See you guys Friday. Like, right. subscribe, tell your friends.